Most people don't uh, have that, so then I'll just be like, okay. You know, Alex, I wasn't thinking straight, and I thought you said CBD, and I'm like, oh, he's making a weed joke, not a balls joke. No. (laughs) It's also CBD summer. CBD summer, I mean, it's legal now, so it's not cool. It's Uh, it's not, it's it's officially not cool anymore. Weed smoking is out. Now it's cool to be straight edge. I can't say that with a straight face. (laughs) No, no. We're just uh, we're just going to have to make harder drugs cool, in order to Gotta make up cocaine. for the deficit that uh, that uh, the deficit in coolness that has been created by the legalization of marijuana. Yep, Freddie Gibbs, a uh, rapper, recently got out of jail for selling cocaine, and was Shit. on. Um, Damn, you can get out of jail for selling drugs. <laughs> yeah, if you sell the right <laughs> in the part about you can get out of jail by selling cocaine okay that's, that's good funny. all right um i would like to that was I, truly what i thought I, I, the way I, I knew I, as soon as i said it i was like is that the right phrasing <laughs> he got out of jail he was arrested for selling cocaine and then, and got, then out. got out of jail <laughs> yes <laughs> he was got yeah. out of jail for, for selling, selling cocaine. cocaine right right by selling cocaine it's, yeah, you know, well, they can't convict you of the same crime twice. You, you sell cocaine to get into jail. Like, selling cocaine got me, into this pro- yeah. got me into this mess. Selling cocaine is going to get me <laughs> you out. Do it ah, the there we go. Uh, also, if you married a uh, husband and wife, can't. What's the thing? You can't for be convicted of, of the same crime. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's not true at all. Oh, I have the worst <laughs> fucking lawyers. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Please Don't Listen to This. Your life depends on it. The show where we do something different every single week. Uh, the show where we did not do shit. We did not rig shit. We didn't rig shit. We are here to talk about I Think You Should Leave. Uh, we're going to talk about both seasons. It's unavoidable. Uh, but mostly we're here to talk about season two. And uh, who I who do I have with me today? Uh, cast of truly reprehensible characters here. <laughs> people that so need bad. to leave right now. People that should be leaving right now. We've got rooting. Carl Havoc, Cam. <laughs> I got too much shit on me. Uh, I don't even want to be around anymore. Are you uh, saying that wearing the suit makes you want to die? <laughs> I just don't even want to be around anymore. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Yes, that's me. I'm the suggester for this one because I, I really, really like the show and I need okay. everyone it's I so know to watch it. It's so up your alley. I can see your uh, like style of comedy all over it. It's so incredible and I love it and I want them to make a million seasons. Uh, we have Cosmic Gumbo, Alex. Oh, <laughs> Detective Crashmore. I was hoping I got that one. <laughs> Fuck you, you suck. I've seen everybody naked. <laughs> I've seen every dog on the planet. Hello. Hi. <laughs> hey. We've got Dan Flash, Seb. 
Yay. I don't remember that one. Uh, Dan, Dan Flashes. flashes. He's the, got the, the most complicated the shirts. Colorful shirts. Right, yes. And <laughs> so, all the guys who look like Tim Robinson fight over them. <laughs> they have a shirt there that costs a million dollars or something? A thousand dollars? It's so They all just it's have so fucking the Windows so pipe uh, screen sh- saver on them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every just, single one of them. And you see a bunch of guys that look just like me. <laughs> <laughs> the more complicated they are, the more expensive they are. And I'm your host, Sloppy Steak, Nick. Oh, there he is. Pour water over. It, yeah, look, they can't stop you from slopping them up. They got to give you, <laughs> if you ask for a steak, you ask for a glass of water, you got to do it. I used to be a real piece of shit, though. I used to be a real piece of shit. Babies hate him. This is not slicked back. You've not seen slicked back. <laughs> this is pushed back. So we're saying a bunch of shit that is yeah. incomprehensible. Mm. To somebody who hasn't That's seen the I show. That's what I was worried about. With this but episode. the, hold on. The main thesis of I Think You Should Leave as a show is, well, it's right there in the title. It's it's about a social situation gone horribly wrong and somebody who refuses to back down in one way or another. <laughs> yep. Um, and because of that, watching the show, you may get a little pang of guilt or like a little just sad feeling inside where you're like, I recognize this situation, but it was much less funny when it happened to me. Uh <laughs> And either because you were the person and you refused to back down from your beliefs uh, and you pulled a door on the wrong hinges until uh, spit came out of your mouth and the uh, door just was completely destroyed. Or, uh, you know, like maybe because you were on the other side of that and you were just thinking to yourself, come on, dude, let yourself out of this situation. Like, you don't have to be like this. You got to triple down. You got to yeah. quadruple <laughs> yeah, down. Exactly. Confidence what? will prevail. Mm-hmm. So, um, a couple of us had some stories that were of things that we were reminded of uh, watching this show, like things the kind of I think you should leave show. style <laughs> situations. Yes. And I wanted to lead with you, Seb, because I don't actually know what you're talking about. And you said it has something to do with the state of Georgia. Yes. So are doing another state vendetta that we're starting. I don't yeah. think so. Yeah, I think this is fuck okay. Ge- no, Georgia's fuck good. Georgians. Georgia's good. Georgians are bad. Well, Rick Ross and his, his lemon pepper wings. Yeah. Floridians and Georgians I have a vendetta against. Both mm. great states. I uh, love them. <laughs> they come up here in the summer as tourists because they either retired down there or they've lived down there. And it's too hot and fucking awful. If you gotta hate a tourist, awful. it's New York, though. Where we no, live, no, we no, get no. a lot of New Yorkers. Mm-hmm. We get a lot of Floridians, yeah, too. Um, as somebody like who worked near a yacht club. We get a lot of Floridians and Georgians, and this yeah, this directly relates. Okay, you're both New right. Yorkers. I'm yeah. one upping right. you on this one, so. No. Well, every state, every person from every state is bad. Is my stance except for you our state? That's a good stance. No, De- I, Delaware. Sucks everyone the here. Worst. Is no, bad. yeah, we, we hate our they state. They can't even the most fit anyone in Delaware. There's only like five guys. <laughs> Nutmegger does sound like a slur. Yeah. Oh boy, I don't it know. Does. Yeah, we don't even Nutmeg doesn't even come from Connecticut. Nobody knows why we call it that. Um. Yeah. Anyway. So this directly relates to the tourism industry in Southern Connecticut in the summertime. Um, I used to work at a place called Finn's Cafe, which was on the campus of UConn's Avery Point uh, campus. And I worked there for one summer between my freshman and sophomore years of college. And so it was just kind of like a little cafe setting. It was privately owned and UConn let us be there. And we sold seafood and we'd... um, yeah, can we do this later? Okay. <laughs> can't seafood, do this during seafood, the show. <laughs> um, and uh, so we'd serve, you know, the general public and people who were still taking classes in the summer and also uh, summer camp kids um, who were doing like their project at summer camp. So um, one day I'm standing there. It's a slow afternoon 
and I'm in there and we have like a um, like a self-serve salad bar and a self-serve like chowder thing and everyone loves our clam chowder or whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know why because it was never fresh. I mean sometimes <laughs> it was fresh, most of the time it was not fresh. You just if you can uh, see the water from where you are, you make an assumption that might not be correct about the quality of the clam chowder. Yeah, I mean like, we I'm made right it here. there. How bad could it be? We made it there, but we out. would put it in the freezer over. There's a diorama of a shark right above me. How could it possibly oh, yeah. be bad? Yeah, and there's like a swordfish on the wall or whatever. Yeah. You can yeah. see fish in the back rooms over there. I can see uh, the food. How can yeah. it be bad? I was just see food and I wow. eat it. Right. Um, okay. Uh, but yeah, so this was like in front of the counter. Like people would come up and order, get their salad, get their chowder. Standard food yep. order. You know, and then <laughs> they'd go sit down and bring it out to them. Uh, but this, the fact that we have this like self-serve bar is oh, okay. directly related to everything. All right. um, so I'm standing there with my manager, Janita, and um, these three people come up. It's two old women and an old man. Mm. Um, nice. And they come through, and they're picking through the salad bar, and they start talking to Janita, my manager, and they're trying to pay for their for their order. And he's like, oh, I forgot my, my coupons on my yacht. I, I got to go back to my yacht. I got to get my coupons. And she's like, no, no, you, you can only use one coupon anyway. Mm-hmm. Um so he's this like, this is at a campus, <laughs> like this, foodery. He has coupons. It's a private place, like on Yukon campus. Oh, they okay. let us stay there, and then they kicked us out, uh, so they could put in salty paws or something like that. Mm. Um, so he keeps saying, like, no, no, just let me go back to my yacht. Like mm-hmm. he just keeps saying, my yacht. Well, yeah, if you have a yacht, you have to say you have yeah. a yacht. Yeah, which is right nearby. There's like the marina. Like a little. Uh, the secret is that a yacht could be any type of boat. You just say that it's a yacht. Yeah. Um, so he he keeps saying this, and he's talking to her and talking to her, and I'm like watching these other women, and one of the women says, "Oh, you know, last time I was here, I got one of your cookies, your chocolate chip cookies, and they were just so big, and they were actually really big. They were like, mm-hmm. like size of a salad plate, big almost. Wow. Um, and she's like, it was so big." I couldn't finish it. So you know what I did? I wrapped it back up and I put it back up here for somebody else. And I'm just thinking to myself, why would you do that? You touched this cookie and you just put it back. You you can't I do hope that. I ate it like an apple. Too, I thought like we were only going to see one. I think you should leave style character, but it sounds like you were dealing with a, all three of them. <laughs> all three of them. Family um, of them. So yeah. So she's she's just like you put this back, and I'm just thinking to myself. Oh my God! You can't resell open food. You can't resell food. This is illegal. Like, why, why, why would you I'm do sure this? They just threw it out. Yeah, right? they, they didn't it. sell it to someone. No, but she put it up there. Um, yeah. And then I'm watching the other woman. The other woman's like, um, she's not getting any chowder. But she opens the pot and she takes the ladle and she sips out of the ladle. No way! And then puts it back in the no pot. No way! She did. I watched her do this. I watched her do this, and I was just. And Janita's just standing there, and she was very much like, you know, she knew the customer wasn't always right, but she had this customer service face that's uh-huh. just like, the customer is always right, and yep. you never, you know, never say anything it to them like about really anything. Much. Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't know if they're a customer always. at this point. No, and and then the guys, the guy starts talking to me, and he's like, you know where we're from? I'm like, where are you from? And he's like, Atlanta, Georgia, and he says it just like that, like, it's this amazing thing, like, we're from Atlanta, Georgia, we came so far. I'm like, ah, yeah, just like all the other Southerners who come up here during the summer because it's too fucking hot down there. Mm. Uh, It it was just the three of them, and they, they finally, they left, and I was just like, oh my god, Janita, 
what the fuck was that? And she's just like, it's okay. Maybe they had, like heat stroke or something. I don't know. These That's people were fucking so bizarre. nuts. I mean, these were probably people who would lick things at the grocery store during COVID. I, on purpose. On purpose. Oh, okay. This, like, I, I cannot. I mean, the, the sipping from the chowder thing is just screams entitlement to me. Like, I don't care if I can do this. Yeah, like, and this woman who thought she was doing a favor, like, yes, it's okay. You like, say, like, well, share else your might food. Want my half-eaten piece of cookie. Yeah. Give it to one of your friends or your <laughs> husband you're traveling with. It. Save it for later. Exa- that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking too. It's like I am benefiting by the lower class. But yeah, like even. If if I wanted to leave a cookie for someone, mm-hmm. I wouldn't leave it at the register where you buy the cookies. Right. Like, no one would no. be like, "Oh, right. sick! Someone already I got this." Well, these I'll are too big. One. I'll have this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, your cookies are normally too big. Can I get one pre-chewed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, it, it was it was bizarre. These were some of the most bizarre people I've ever met. The yacht guy reminds me of the the Bob Odenkirk sketch in yeah. season two. I think was, they were all together. They they were else. all like this. All together, yeah, these triples, three of them. Triples, oh yes. my god, it was so strange. Um, the fact that this experience stuck with you so many years later. Is I mean, like, that's it, this was one of the weirdest testament. things that happened to me. Like, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a, a three, triple threat. Is it's what a three pronged <laughs> attack on human dignity, right there. Yeah, that's that's real. Yeah, it, it was. It, they were just the weirdest people. It's so and funny because it doesn't sound like any of them really argued with you. They just like presented themselves. It's like, all right, here, each here's one off their insane <laughs> yeah, weird this thing. This is my weird thing. <laughs> yeah. okay. Here's my weird thing. I have a yacht and I'm from Atlanta, <laughs> Georgia. And here's my weird thing. I ate half a cookie and then I put oh, it back at the, the register. Coupons. The coupons. Well, so was there the payoff for the coupons? Did he, uh, did he go back coupons? and get the coupons? No, because we finally had to convince him. You can only use one coupon, and he only so he had, had one coupon. one coupon on him? Yes, okay. but he wanted to bring the rest of his coupons from his yacht so he could get more off of his uh, food, okay. uh, even though you, you can only use one coupon at a time. But what if he left? If he's leaving, you'll get his coupons, and then he comes back. Yeah, if it's a separate transaction, you can use I mean, sure, but we were trying to convince him, don't do that he had, but what if his coupon was like i can sip from the chowder ladle <laughs> one time it, it could have been <laughs> i would believe that they were giving those out if you told me that, that was real. i am allowed to leave half a cookie here god i gotta clean his room it's not though. mother's <laughs> day yeah. i was so baffled i wish i told I that to woman i wish i told that woman not to put that ladle back because that was just disgusting, but I was just standing there. Just I was like, still no. horrified just, by it even now. Yeah, she has like, to keep the ladle. Yeah. Janita, what do I do? <laughs> and she's just you, you concentrating on this other guy. It's you got to charge uh, her for the whole bin of Maybe chowder, he had the, the coupon cabin. for the ladle. This is why I was so like... Maybe they brought their own ladle. I was why so surprised to hear, chowder? Cam, that you didn't have any experiences like this. Because I feel like Disney encourages people to act insane within the walls. Of, yeah, yeah. Of well, there are there. no laws. I mean, food service uh, in no general, laws. people act. Well, yeah. Insane. I mean, obviously, customer service creates this sort of person. Mm-hmm. But um, within certain spaces, when people feel like they are entitled to more because of where they are, mm-hmm. that's when they go extra insane. The only, yeah. So most of my Sicko working experience, <laughs> most of my working experience is has been where customers can't interact with me. Like mm-hmm. I was at or shouldn't. No, like they, they I mean if they're getting all the way down <laughs> yeah. that's I'm just impressed at that point they found the way to the basement that I work in. Worked the in more Karens basements. Will find than a way, kitchens. <laughs> um but the only thing that's coming to mind right now is I did the crepe station at the hotel I work at for a while and there was a set list of toppings you could order. 
for your crate or fillings or whatever. And it was like Nutella, um, banana, whipped cream. Uh, you could do savory ones like ham, Swiss, mm. um, brie. That sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were, they were, it was all store-bought. I could make one for like $2. We charged like $400 billion for it. <laughs> and I made them terribly because they were just fucking frozen you grapes. You rolled them up. No, they were folded. They looked like shit. Mm. Boring. <laughs> That's the old Seinfeld. The, uh, yeah. the, you rolled it too they tight. They roll it too tight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They get Dominicans instead of Cubans to yeah. make the cigars. Oh. So they, put, they put them to work rolling crepes. But they roll them too tight. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. But so there were no rules on what you could order, you know, or like. Mm-hmm. So obviously you were supposed to get Nutella banana or like ham and Swiss. Yeah, Those I don't options. think you would want to combine the sweet and the savory. No, but. Not I in this think case, we had, for sure. We had a couple Nutella and brie. Which isn't too crazy. You Cheese could maybe make that insane. work. Yeah. But, oh, God, I made some really fucking I like both of those. I, I would try that. I think I probably did banana, ham. Like, any combination oh. of those mm. put together, like, I really wish I could think of a worse one. You need know, something but. acidic to get all that basic out of you. Like, the, just the, <laughs> the base chemical of the ham and banana somehow. <laughs> ham, nana. Ham, nana. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm always Kamehameha. behind the scenes, really. I mean, I'm trying to think. When I was at the seaport, I didn't really get any. Really, I don't well, think it doesn't have to be to when you're working. It can be like much. any other time. Yeah, but food service, like you said, that you, yeah. the the odds of me running into someone who's gonna be weird is mm-hmm. very high. I mean, you told the story about the guy who was like, "I want." Yeah, this. we were we sold out of this, and he's like, "I'll have that." Like, no, you won't. Like, yes, I will. <laughs> I will be happy that. I mean, I didn't have that exact conversation, but we're like, okay, when you go out there, tell them we're out of this. And she came back and she's like, that's what he wants. So like, you so, can't yeah, do that. I had a couple um, ladies come into uh, Finn's one time, and during the week, we didn't have as much seafood, like in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So we didn't sell the seafood stuff because, you know, during the week, it would mostly just be students and the campers and stuff like that and we'd get it for the weekend because then we'd get a whole bunch of people who wanted the seafood so these two women came in on like a wednesday and they're like can we have the like fried scallops and i'm like we don't have that and they're like can we have the uh scallop chowder or something or whatever (laughs) whatever else we had uh, electric company bit it's like uh, i'll have a cup of coffee and a sweet roll we're out of sweet rolls I'll have a glass of milk and a sweet roll. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, <laughs> I want this. Roll. I want scallops. I want scallops. I'm like, we don't have any scallops. I'm sorry. It goes bad if we buy it for during the week. Like, we yeah. don't have it. Yeah, some people I promise that we do food. other things than eat at and work in restaurants, listeners. Uh, it occurs to me that we don't have always. anything else. <laughs> I do. Uh, but it also is related to food service. Yep. So um, I hope that's okay. There it is. <laughs> Turns out I have that's a, college a place thing. where you get treated like shit. Well, like yeah, weirdos. it's like... Well, <laughs> On top of that, I'm working. I was working in a retirement home, doing food food service in a retirement home. So it was like the double whammy of yeah. like insane people interactions, where it's like you are my nurse and also my waiter. So like, uh, <laughs> please treat me like God. And uh, um, one that I've definitely brought up on the show before. I think back in our Steven Universe episode where we talked about um, wow. uh, we talked about weird snacks and uh, weird preferences in terms of eating things. Um, there's the sketch in uh, I think you should leave that is about sloppy steaks. I could not stop myself from thinking of the guy who would insist on ordering his omelets slurpy now you could you could of course order uh, for example a steak you could probably order so we probably had a really good fish special i bet you we had fucking bluefish that day we had like we had like really nice food and a lot of it and like good vegetables and everything like i've worked in places for sure where like uh 
you know, you don't want to have all of the food that is there. Uh, you know, I mean, it wasn't exactly a restaurant, but you think the movie theater, people are like, I want those nachos. I'm like, buddy, you do not. You do not want the nachos. <laughs> not want the nachos. <laughs> but like here, all the food was genuinely good. And this guy's like, mm, no, I want eggs. Sorry. I yeah. want I want an omelet. Hell and so yeah. I have to take it back to the kitchen. They're like, fuck, what do you mean he wants eggs? I made all this food and he fucking wants eggs? Fine, I'll make him eggs. And I'm like, he wants it slurpy. He's like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, what does that mean? Why does it yeah, mean damn, that, that he wants it slurpy? Sloppy steaks. <laughs> If you haven't seen the show, um, the main watch the asshole show. of the sh- yeah, watch the show. But he's ordering his steaks with a with water poured all over them, and they just have to tell him that you can't do you can't don't order that. It makes a huge mess. And so then he orders a steak and a glass of water so that he could pour the glass of water on the steak. Yeah. Nick, what was this law you were talking about? Uh, in the Discord chat. Oh, the, the thing with Belinda? Yeah. Is, okay, so... Does that um, belong in the show? That's an I think you should leave name right Yeah, now. it sure is. Um, well, she's she's very much an I think you should leave character. I might Maybe I'll believe her name, maybe I won't. It doesn't matter. It's just her first name, and she's never going to fucking listen to this. Mm. Uh, yeah. But... um, Sir, top patron. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, Seb, you can absolutely uh, back me up here. She's completely insane in terms of the way she treats normal humans and the way she interacts with She's uh, She's people. insane. I mean... Bring Kellogg on the show. Just yeah. talk about her. Just yeah, have a show total, about total Belinda. Small business tyrant in the way that you yeah. get. Except where... she didn't run the business. She was just right. the general manager. Right. But that's but the kind she'd of... clock in and then go to the beach with her children. Oh, yeah. Or she was late every single day. Good. Or there was the time that, I don't know, she, she let, she was like, okay, you switch or no. So what happened was um, she didn't come in. Uh, Melanie was supposed to open. Melanie was like, hey, can you uh, cover my shift tomorrow? And I was like, sure. And then Belinda told me not to go in tomorrow. And then she didn't go in to open the theater. So, so there was just no the way. theater didn't open until like one or something like that. That's we amazing. forgot to switch the sign from close to oh. open. Ah. We could have taken the whole day off. Yep. Oh, man. Fantastic. Um, yes, it, it was that. It was basically that sort of thing. Uh, all the time, and uh, I, you know, this movie theater was of filled with these stories, and ones that we've told before on the show. Uh, Seb loves to tell that story of one of our coworkers who showed up uh, hungover and completely sunburned. He uh, wasn't hungover; he was drunk. He'd been oh, day drinking. Oh, okay, still drunk, <laughs> and uh, he had extremely been drinking sunburned. directly before. His <laughs> so, like, shift. The, that's a that's stacking dehydration buffs on yourself. Yeah, uh, for a, a shift at work. It's, it's a pro. Yeah, he looked like a lobster, and he started puking. <laughs> Anyway, so I mean, if you work in a movie theater, you're gonna yeah, be anyway. yeah. So the person who facilitated all of this was our our manager, and she was a like special kind of insane, where she had a very particular way she wanted things done that hadn't changed in like twenty years. Mm. But mm-hmm. she's working with a bunch of teenagers and twenty uh, year olds, and we are just trying to understand why she's like this. And we're like, hey, we're working a lot for not a whole lot of work to be done. Why don't you hire more people? And she would. It, it was something you could obviously tell that she had a hang up about, about hiring more people, mm. uh, like a like a personal hang up as opposed to a business one. Not like I don't want to pay somebody more because every time I would bring it up, she would offer me more money. <laughs> like Nice. Well, yeah. But it was Which like, shows you that it wasn't a payroll issue, even though we did have a payroll issue. Yeah, we did. Uh, <laughs> but like, I, I mean, a lot of movie theaters have a payday issue. It's oh, like yeah. They don't have any. Exactly. Yeah, well, well I don't want you to buying them or they don't have them. Oh, okay, all right. They don't have the movie. 
Okay, they go got on. some in the back somewhere. Ask, ask oh, to go in the, in the back. back in uh, the movie I, we got to get Hayden down here to <laughs> talk about people asking if you have anything in the back in a grocery store. Oh, same thing at, at when I worked at AC Moore. Do you have any in the back? I'm like, if, if we had it, it would be out. It would not be empty unless somebody literally just bought do, our do, entire stock. Do you stock. know what's in the back? A time clock and nothing else. Yeah. There is nothing there. We might have a broom. And that's like, I sale. just put out stock. We did not get any in. But um, so I could tell that she was very like cagey about it. And then eventually she goes, well, Nick, do you know anyone we could hire? I'm like, well, why don't you just have an interview? And then she's like, I don't know who's going to show up to that. Like, yeah, it was one true. of those things, like, it's a very, like, cagey belief. Like, was, well, I well, I don't want someone I don't know showing up I for an interview. I don't want some it's freak like, they, coming yeah. to interview for a job. <laughs> yeah. Which was, my interview experience was bizarre because I didn't have one. I dropped off my application, and then I went back later with a friend because she wanted to drop off an application. And Belinda comes out of the office, and she's like, oh, hey, I was looking for you. I'm like, why would I hang around after dropping <laughs> off my that? application? She's like, hey, do you want to start working here? I'm like, sure. I'm like, oh, okay. That's wild. Yeah. But, so, yeah, she, like... She was like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to hire some, just somebody off the street. Like, what, what is your hang up I mean, about it's this? It's a movie if theater. If you had been like robbed before, I guess, you would no. want someone that you minorly, I mean, you there was nothing to rob from that movie. Well, like, take the, the cash all But if you're, but if you're hiring someone right? for minimum wage, how do you avoid hiring someone How do you, you avoid getting know? robbed? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> how do you avoid getting robbed? You can't. This is, you can't. Uh, this you're is paying minimum wage. Tangential. I can't remember. Somebody in the Doughboys verse had an anecdote where they worked at a movie theater and they, took tickets and they did like one for you one for me where they would just take the money for the ticket and keep it <laughs> <laughs> like only only get put every other ticket in the register that's amazing that's wild good. that's totally wild huh. and that's why we think we're dying yep <laughs> good I thought they were dying because I kept letting uh, like 12 year olds in through the back door so they could go see R-rated movies wait did you actually do that <laughs> no. Oh. no I should have just said yes like if you were ready to he was giving I mean you did let a homeless person <laughs> stay there at night but that's <laughs> Also, oh, I mean, totally like, different because it was like that, 10 degrees outside. He was going to see an R-rated movie. Yeah, that you weren't going to play <laughs> at 1 a.m. Well, like the point that I'm trying to make is it struck me as this insane psychosis to be like so afraid of meeting new people You're that the you wouldn't hire manager. them to solve a problem in your business. Yeah. And like to, to go to me, a person that she does not know very well, a person who has been working there for like a couple months or whatever, and be like, well, do you know anyone? Like, this person is going to be as much of a stranger to you as anyone who comes in off the street. Yeah. And what is my word good for? But you're Basically responsible nothing. for them. Yeah. That's kind of <laughs> yeah like, like, I'm not going to get commission if they get hired. Like, that what? would be good <laughs> if you asked for commission. Well, that actually, is how Tyler ended up there. Yeah. And it that's is, how um, Kellogg's friend... Um, uh, BJ. Blobs, BJ. I, yeah. I kept oh, being like CJ, PJ. No. no, it wasn't. No. Wow. no. Um, Kellogg was, actually was somewhat more responsible than that. The hotel actually did, you would get commission if you got someone hired. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Kellogg just vaped. Well, well I mean, that's that shows like, does that show that the place is a good place to work? No, no, no. It shows it shows how much they want it, like how like how yeah. dire the situation is. But it also shows that someone who's worked there is not thinking about this in terms of their own psychosis, but rather like uh, a, whatever it takes. Yeah, like a business <laughs> that needs to do this at whatever cost. Yeah, like okay, we will pay our, our own employees more if it means that we have more employees. I also thought of it as like, a, no, I wouldn't make someone work here. It's like, what if you? What if I gave you two hundred dollars? Would you would you sell would you out sell somebody your, out? Would you fuck one of your friends over to I'll give you two hundred bucks. You need to get a rotating stock of idiots. <laughs> yeah. You just keep tricking someone in. 
<laughs> oh, this is a good plan. Eventually, the Ponzi Wait. scheme runs out, and the first guy starts asking for his money back. You know? Yeah. Can I yeah. get Can I get you guys all jobs, and then you guys could just quit? Yeah. And then we're, yeah. We are, we're up like five hundred bucks. Yeah. I get a couple of social security numbers. I can get rid of. So. <laughs> yeah. That's actually, you know, I'm actually kind of into this. Idea. I like this scam. Yeah, my W two is already printed. <laughs> Uh, listen, do they have any uh, tickets I can steal or what? <laughs> sure. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff you can steal. Some sort of Cut lobster bisque I could launder. That thing with Belinda is one of the main stories that I had. Uh, the other the other one was one we used to have a – this is, of course, another food-related thing because so it's so much of, like, these interactions are just related to serving people food or getting people food or, or Plus, we've whatever. all worked in food service, Oh, yeah. So. Um, actually, Alex, have you dodged that? Or? Oh, no, no, I have. You were Many at the times. Flat, the, yeah. Flipping burgers, baby, at the mm-hmm. flat top. Many oh, years. yeah. And uh, I scooped ice cream for my very first oh, time. Oh, God, yes. that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, any, did anybody ask for uh, to you to slop it up for you or anything stupid like that? <laughs> Can you warm egg cream is basically cream. that, I think. <laughs> Water down my syrup. <laughs> Emily got so disgusted when I went to get her frozen custard the other day. She's like, what is this? This is absolutely Why? gross. Well, she she just never had it before. It's and when I described it as ice cream with eggs in it, she's yeah, like, I was, I was about to say the same thing. And I was like, oh, yeah. That is kind of weird. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, so I was working uh, at this retirement home, and it was something special. So we were doing a buffet. like we And we had the buffet. You know, you have the... Uh, a horrible roasting in the heat lamp buffet ham and you have oh, yeah. everything else that's also that's pretty good yep. and um <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good heat lamp <laughs> yeah. buffet. uh but we would have we had one old lady whose name at this point i cannot remember because it's been that long who would uh she she always wanted to like take stuff home but we're like we can't take stuff home from the buffet because then you could just you know it's like it's life hack crime. steal food forever yeah. <laughs> but so what she would do is she, what she did is she went up she got a plate and she filled it up with food and then she covered it in another plate and these are just like regular glass yeah. plates it's not like paper plates or anything mm-hmm. and scurried off not very fast like we were gonna chase after her like we're the fucking cops with a plate full of buffet food like because just because we're like look i'm not giving you a box to take it home in but it's like at that point just eat as eat as much as you want and then be good right like because it's not like we're not going to be here the, value. the next night two meals she wants to eat it at 2 a.m. Yeah. You got to start stuffing mashed potatoes in your shorts. <laughs> it was basically that. But it was like the, the buffet table was very open. There was no part of this that was secretive at all. Mm. And, we're, we're, and so me and my coworkers are standing like off to the side, like, you know, like so in another room. But there's no doors in between us and her. Mm-hmm. And we're like, she's putting another plate on top of there. She's <laughs> she's, uh, she's going to try a, and make off with she's this. She's making a break for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That was so that was like the exact like moment we had. We're like, you you should we do something you about this? this? Like, no, no, I, I guess mm. not. <laughs> oh my like, god! What, so what would you? What would you do? Just I know. That's like, exactly. Ma'am, that's, you can't have that's any. Food. Always the thing is, you're not paying me enough to enforce this rule. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah, no it's way. Right. It's like we we would have uh, kids and their parents go through lengths to get the kids into R-rated movies without the parents. And so, I don't care like, about that. like, yeah, yeah, like the parent, like, of course, we had to do the idea and everything, uh-huh. but then, did? yeah, um, we did. Yeah, uh, so the, the parent would come in, yeah. like the the kid would be like, if, we uh, can't go in, and then the if, parent like, the would come in. The secret shopper or whatever comes in, and he and he, he's like, <laughs> I don't think uh, we ever you, had you, one you, of those. You sold, yeah. Well, the thing is, they why would they they should they would go well, to they're twelve, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that you have to ask for their ID. That's how they get you. Yeah, but the kids. The kids would come in, try to buy tickets for the movie. We'd be like, sorry, you have to go in with an adult. The adult would come in, buy the tickets for themselves and the kid, 
escort the kid to the movie and then leave. Well, yeah. that's that's totally fine. I'm just fine. like yeah, exactly. because it, it's just the adult. You have to have the adult allowing the kid to do it. It doesn't matter if they. They're no, they're the supposed to be time. in there with them. Why? Because they're supposed to be chaperoning, like because it's an R-rated movie for eighteen-year-olds. That's how the system works. Do like they have to really play does. Grand Theft Auto if with you when you? Yeah. When they bring <laughs> the, you. Otherwise, the they cop, might bring their own plate in. And then if the cops come in for an audit and see kids in there <laughs> this without is just an adult, one guy breaking all the rules. <laughs> then you're in trouble. Not that the cops bring, ever did. He brings his yeah. plates from the buffet to the movie theater where he is uh, seeing a movie without paying for a ticket yeah. Yeah. for his young son. We did have like a cop come in constantly just because he was. Like, oh, just, um, our manager, name? who I mentioned earlier, uh, this is not enough for an entire sketch, but she was dodging calls from the fire marshal because her place wasn't up to code. And I think that that's dude, total. I couldn't start working for like a couple weeks because of that. <laughs> All right, we're getting a little too, yeah, into, we are. Uh, we are getting a little too been, into, I'm gonna cut in the weeds. I'm gonna yeah, cut to like at least two of these stories. Okay, this is, this is Alex, what much. about you? No, oh, I don't no, have anything. Good. That's what we're out of here. went over that. Really? So, we're gonna be back after this short break with another. Great classic corn cob TV segment. Oh. <laughs> I think we should. We didn't rig anything. Second. Yes. Oh, all right. Baby, baby, baby. Oh, yeah. You gotta play. Baby, 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 baby. Chronic back pain affects everything, your family, your job, even your leisure time. At Laser Spine Specialists, with our minimally invasive spine surgery, you can be back on your feet and back in the saddle. I never thought I'd ride again. Thanks to Laser Spine Specialists, I'm back on my bike and enjoying life. I can finally get back to tending my garden. I can finally fight my wife's new husband, Danny Krause. Call Laser Spine Specialists for your no-cost MRI review and change your life today. I'm back to helping out around the house again. I can finally lift my son over my head again. I can lift my son over my head again, and there ain't shit he can do about it. Come here, you little fuck! Yeah. What the hell? Come on, I'm gonna get you over my head like a big boy. He's been rude to me his whole life! Call Laser Spine Specialist today to learn how a less than two-inch incision can give you a new lease on life. I can spin my wife again. I can play with my dog again. <laughs> I can get my money back from Robbie Starr at Superstar Tracks Records. You told me I could sing. I listened to the record we made, and it sucked. Hey, I disagree, Ron. I gave you $10,000 to make me a star. We just need a couple more dollars to get this thing really popping off. I'm through, Robbie. I played Mountain River Rock for my whole family, and they laughed at me. Your family hates you. Only I love you. And that song is rocking, baby. We got to fly Jeff Crisp down from Indiana to mix it professionally. You listen to me. No more scamming adults into thinking they're stars. I hear you tripped one more old guy at the mall. What the hell, Robbie? Where's my airplane? I have the radio tuned to that station you told me all weekend and my song never came on. Don't listen to him, he tricked me too. He didn't trick me, I am a star, nobody tricked me. Hey, listen, Ron, I just got this new beat in and it's totally in your cue zone, all right? Don't start this with me, Robbie, I can't sing. It's a guaranteed goddamn hit, all right? It's not exactly in my cue zone, is well, it? I mean, it, yeah, it's also in Johnny's cue zone. Johnny, how about you do Palm Tree for it? Palm Tree girls, the Palm Tree guy. Don't give it to Johnny, don't give it to Johnny. Hold on, let me think about it for a minute. 
Moon River Rock. Moon River Roll. Call Laser Spine Specialist today and get back to the things you've always wanted to do. You're too tight. Need to loosen up. It's gonna be a hit, but you have to relax. I don't want to describe every detail of every sketch. Oh, buddy, we're going to. I know. <laughs> you, you always say that when we do a comedy thing, but I honestly yeah, feel like what, it works out fine. Because yeah. otherwise you might not understand the jokes just yep. by explaining. I mean, you ideally would want to watch it first, but. We can always, like, just try and keep in mind, we'll try to keep in mind, like, that we're going to talk about why we like it yeah. as much as just saying what's in it, yeah. you know? Speaking of which. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Please Don't Listen to This. Your life depends on it. This week, we're talking I Think You Should Leave Season 2. Cam, what is so special about this damn show that you wanted us to watch it for this week? Um, well, at first, it was like, so I didn't know. Tim Robinson is one of the creators, and I had always heard that his previous show, Detroiters, was good on Twitter and like random, I don't know, AV Club articles or whatever. And it's him. I know the theme song somehow. It's a really good theme song. Yeah, it it's, is. It's, I've Next seen a couple episodes. It's a lovely show. Where it's you from? just a slightly different energy than this show. Like, it's still kind of the same type of comedy. But it's him and Sam Richardson, and they inherit an ad agency from one of their dads, and now they run the ad agency. It's basically an excuse to do a sketch show. Like, here's our new commercial pitch, and it's just a fucked up mess <laughs> of a commercial. <laughs> And so, and they're both from Detroit, so it's a big love letter to Detroit. And I was like, okay, I, I've always wanted to check this out, but I, I never got around to downloading it, and it was only available on like ComedyCentral.com or something. Yeah. So I could only see a couple episodes. The hubris of these channels to think that we would go to their own website to watch a TV show. Uh, it's mm. Adult the Swim. only ones that have ever worked on me were Adult Swim and True TV, but specifically True when TV. we did the uh, the Practical Jokers <laughs> episode. Wow. Mm. Good for them. Huge. Those are the people that figured out, like, if we just make it available on our website, we have, you know, full, they have to come to us and only us. It's basically mm-hmm. what's happening now with the Paramount Plus shit and all that, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except um, much worse. Extreme wars. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything's bad. But anyway, so. Why I ended up really liking this show is I I had one of those moments where I was like, why is no one talking about this? Did I I discovered this show, you know, mm. because I I never just take a chance and just watch something on Netflix. Like it's you always wa- you watch more new things than like I do though. Yeah, but they're usually because they were recommended me through a podcast or a tweet. Someone said sure, this is good, course. and then I'll check it out. But I think you should leave. There was no hype for it, like hyping up before it was out. It was just like out one day, and I was like, "Oh." Netflix likes to do the dead drops. Yeah, but I mean, with this, they yeah they announced they were doing a season two. Unintended. Yeah, <laughs> a coffin flop, if you will. But uh, so I just tried it out one day, and I was like, "Oh my god, I need everyone I know to see this immediately." And I, um, friend of the show Tyler, who did our uh, diagnosis on our. Um, chicken nugget yeah dr tyler dr tyler not mr tyler not mr tyler um he just came over one night and i was like i have it was like the day after i watched the first episode i was like i need you to see this show because i saw it and it's hysterical and we ended up watching like the whole thing that night and i didn't know it was only five episodes and the final 
sketch of the first season is the one where they have an intervention at the girl's house and she has all Garfield furniture. Yes. And that made me fall in love with the show even deeper to end on a obtuse sketch that not everyone will like. And it isn't like the funniest one or anything. It ends with her finding out that she bought, she didn't buy the house from Jim Davis. She bought the house from the guy who killed Jim Davis. <laughs> yeah. And he's in the house looking for his treasure chest. And it's like, that's the final. Yeah thing in the show it's like damn this show doesn't respect me at all (laughs) it just wants me to it's just that's a good way to put it i'm gonna show you this and there's nothing you can do about it you have to watch it you (laughs) you have to look at this yeah and i so the title i think you should leave is the premise of the show is also the punchline of every sketch which is Pretty very much. funny. You can like, imagine that someone's about to say that. Yeah, you can imagine that those are the last words said in whatever <laughs> sketch you're watching. For, yeah. for whatever reason. And so usually, I'm I'm especially glad that Seb, you and uh, Nick like this because I know you guys don't do so well with like cringing, like mm-hmm. laughing, yeah, but I also think, feeling really uncomfortable. Yeah, I, th- I think, I, I mean, there were parts where I felt uncomfortable, but it wasn't as bad as, say, Impractical Jokers because oh, I knew right. it wasn't you real. Have, you have a right. veneer of separation. No. From yeah, it's, also, it's not it's real fake. people yeah. they're doing <laughs> it to. Like, yeah, it's obviously yeah, yeah. fake. But like, wait, this isn't real? <laughs> well, <laughs> we just for... went to real funerals. <laughs> 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 we're just shooting the ones where the bodies come out. <laughs> well, except for uh, Dan Havoc. need permission for Carl Havoc. Carl Havoc, that was real. <laughs> but uh, I assume it was. I actually don't know. Not that he does anything. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, also, but it is like some of these sketches do still make me uncomfortable. But they're always almost always pay off in a funny way that is just it. It's incredible. My only complaint about the first season is that um, I think they do a little bit better in the second season. Is that Tim Robinson, the creator and writer, is the star of most almost every sketch. Mm-hmm. To me, but it, he's so good at it. He is. He's very good at it. It's like, but I really enjoyed the sketches when they let someone else be the crazy guy. In yeah. The sketch. For example, uh, Connor O'Malley is the oh my most incredible, insane person you could ever get. <laughs> he does it so well. It's almost like it's real. Sorry, I don't know names. So which one? Was Connor that? O'Malley is the the aggressor in the honk if you're horny sketch from yeah. the first ah, season. Ah, okay. <laughs> yep. Which Alex and I have watched probably five times yeah, this month. That's the season one sketch that I think about the most. Yeah. So it got, Tim Robinson has a honk if you're horny bumper sticker. Connor O'Malley chases him down the highway is harassing him, honking at him the whole time. Ends up ending at a funeral where they confront. he confronts him <laughs> and it turns out he... He has a bunch of porn magazines in his trunk. And he's, it was uh, so horny, his stomach hurt. Yeah, which is just such just, a funny yeah. detail. So specific. Uh, every like line in the show is like a half joke. Like my favorite line from that sketch is when he's looking through all the porn magazines in in his trunk. And he's like, "Come on, hurry up!" And Connor kind of turns around. And says, I've seen a lot of these. <laughs> <laughs> he's just looking for a new one in there. Uh, but it's it's such a fantastic show, and I put it on any chance I get, especially trying to alienate people, like Mm -hmm. when you have a group of people over and you're like, I would uh, our friends Jensen and Hunter former roommates, would joke that I would put it on to make people leave the apartment (laughs) at the end of the night and be like, "All right, well I'm going to watch this this you don't like it, if you're going to stay there's the door it was perfect because it's titled, I think you should leave too, it was like, oh we're going to watch this and it's something that I can enjoy Every single time I watch it. I can't tell you how many times I've watched. I'm not a huge rewatch person, but the, there's only five episodes in the first season. 
and it sketches so it holds my attention really well and it's just it's still funny every time and i've only really talked about the first season so they i think this was two years ago or maybe one year ago was the, the first, first season. season yeah but so they announced they're doing a second season and then it came out pretty close to the first went to the announcement or they announced the date close to when it came out yeah like they're it like a, it's it was like a couple weeks or yeah like they're basically month. like Season two, you knew season two was coming. It's coming in two weeks. And meanwhile, in between the launch of the first one and the second season, it has become a cultural institution in terms of the internet. Yeah, because everyone has Netflix, and the sketches are so good that if you've seen the show, you can post one still from it, and you know exactly what that guy is trying to say. Well, of course, Tim Robinson in a hot dog outfit saying, we're all trying to find the guy who did this about the hot dog uh, car that's crashed the store. You see it all the time. You see it every day. And as as much as, like, you see that joke on the internet a lot, it's still a funny skill. Like, you can still watch that sketch and be like, oh, he's stealing the shirts. Yeah, there's so many other layers. (laughs) So that's the guy who did it, right? Yeah. (laughs) Fuck you! (laughs) Um, the ever, other, the other one that I see all the time is, um, uh, again, the comedian whose name we can't remember. The guy who's like, "Oh my God, he admitted from the the car ideas sketch." <laughs> yeah, they're, uh, they're pitching yeah, yeah car ideas in a boardroom. A steering wheel that does not fly off while I am driving. And then he has to marry his mother-in-law, and they all everyone. So yeah, so there's good sketches in this where one guy is the fucked up guy the whole time. But mm. I like when other than Tim gets to be the fucked up guy. Like in that situation, Tim is a straight man, and the the old man suggesting that a car should be too small and stinky. Are his, <laughs> some of his suggestions stinky. About stinky, too small. And the way he says, no so. good car ideas. <laughs> and so it's funny when someone else gets to do it, but it's also in that sketch, everyone else dogpiles and starts to agree with the guy against yeah. this one other guy. It's kind of a wimp. And, like, everyone agrees that because he flinched when he did the water bottle flip that he has to marry his mother-in-law. Yeah. And everyone's just like, you got to do it. You have to. You have to do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> and uh, um, real quick, some other things that I love about it. Season two, I first watched through, I didn't think it totally held up to season one. But now, re-watching it, I think it's just as good, you know, if, if not even better. Because it has just, you know what you're getting into a little more. But some of my favorite lines that I've been screaming into the mic at, since last week and now is like they're just like Tim Robinson screaming "fuck you" and like yeah, <laughs> um, I people screaming shit "fuck you" at a baby. <laughs> yeah. So it's hard shit. to quote this show sometimes because my favorite stuff is just crude, crass <laughs> nonsense. <Jeez. laughs> like Patty Harrison in the do- in the table sketch in season two. Uh-huh. When she's just—it's supposed to be a educational car video. <laughs> keep my house driver's hot. Keep <laughs> my yeah. house hot. But then she just like she's mad. Her tables are dirty. She turns around in the educational video and just goes fuck. <laughs> and all the, like, the teachers kind of trying to hide his face, and the kids are just like, "Wait, why are they?" It's like I can't believe I have to show this. Yeah, it's it's just some of the best jokes in The Simpsons are not smart and just Homer saying "shut up." Or, yeah. Like, so I like its crudeness, and I'm I'm so glad you guys watched. Especially Seb, you watched both seasons in like a day. They were like each episode short. was 15 minutes, <laughs> and there's only six episodes in each season. Yeah. So I watched them in like two or three hours. It, yeah. Compared but, to Invincible, each, it was nothing. Listens, yeah, listeners of the show know that I, I am a frequenter of making these guys do two things instead of one thing <laughs> mm. because I like to compare yeah. and contrast. So I wanted to be like, all right, first segment's gonna be on season one. Second segment's going to be on season two. And luckily, 
we all enjoyed this show so much that I didn't even ask Seb to watch season one. You just watched it, and then they were so like short, you said, like, it was short. Mm-hmm. But yeah. still, you know, when we were in uh, Galilee for uh, while, these two were doing the Divinity Original Sin episode. Cam's yes. like, "Hey, I'm thinking about doing season two and I'm like, "Well, you know, what? I guess we should. I should watch the end of season one. I only watched a couple of episodes of season one, and so that uh, Garfield couch skit that he was talking about earlier totally knocked me on my ass because I had no idea <laughs> so what the in quote <laughs> intervention skit that he was talking about was uh, was going to be about. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Nick. Uh, so you finished. I I'm sure I made you watch other episodes, or you happened upon other stuff. Just being on Twitter, people yes. are posting about. So it. I watched a couple of episodes when it first came out, and then um, uh, I I watched at least one of them with you. I think I think it was like something like we were it was after a recording or whatever we were sitting down and you just put it on. Yep. And it didn't scare me off. I, uh, I revealed earlier I was trying to make you leave. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I just I Oh my god, he admit it. Oh my uh, god. <laughs> he admit it. Um <laughs> but it didn't stick with me the first time. Even though I knew it was good, it didn't like stick in my mind until a couple of weeks ago you showed me those that those episode 5 and 6. Like seeing yeah. those sketches and watching it with you and just like uh, crying, laughing, like at the, you know, at the concepts that they're like trying to make stick to you. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other late season or late season episodes. There's five episodes, mm-hmm. but like it's every episode. I'm like, oh, my God, this episode has that sketch like every episode. So. Well, it's like when you it's like when you watch a Seinfeld episode and you realize like every one of your fra- favorite A and B plots it comes from one episode. Yeah, <laughs> like I was I was um, we've been so putzing around through. I'm just I'm just looking it up right now to see like what were those last two episodes that we watched together. Yeah. So one was a sketch that you had showed me independent of the episode, which was the one with uh, Growly or or whatever. Oh, uh, that's was. probably my favorite one from season one. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh man, now the, I can't the mascot. Oh great, I'm wearing like, my own hat. Like, like uh, <laughs> yeah. a, ch- a chunky. Chunky, yeah. A chunky, yeah. Chunky. It's a game that show. That one was awkward. It's such a great premise because it's a game show where they didn't, one guy didn't figure out what his thing was on the show. Like, what? But it's the core element of the show. Like, when you flip over a tile, you get a, a, a chunky, and then chunky comes out, and they're like, okay, now what do you do? And he has to figure it out on the spot. It doesn't make any sense. Presumably, they're taping this, and he just, like, kicks the shit out of Andy Samberg, and everyone gets mad at him. Like, maybe my favorite line from season one is. Tim Robinson absolutely screaming at him. You don't talk. <laughs> when you talk, the mouth doesn't move. Because <laughs> um, the guy just tries to talk under the suit. Yeah. <laughs> also from late up. season one, another one that really made me laugh is like uh, uh, Tim Robinson is up on stage and he's like, uh, I would just like to say that, you know, the situation with the dog has been resolved and it's all fine. I, I'm not hurt from him trying to bite my head. Now, of course, he couldn't see what the dog was doing, but he had to have known. And everyone immediately challenges him. like, no, the dog was humping your head. And then uh, he's like, no, look, it's fine. I'm not going to I'm sue. Not gonna get it doesn't matter. I'm not going to get the dog put down. Um, so, like, he's trying to, like, kind of work the story, like, manipulate it, yeah. massage it a little bit to make reality a little kinder and less embarrassing to him. And, and somebody is, of course, like, I'm going to put this cell phone video I took of the dog humping your head on the projector to resolve this situation once and for all. You and it's like, if you didn't finish, so yeah, didn't yeah, if you like in the situation in most of these sketches, the solution is to let it go. It's and if you let it go. You, there are no problems. Like uh, in another late season one sketch where they show up late to a party and they come up with a convoluted excuse about how 
the cops said it was fine that someone got ran over and killed. Yeah, their um, babysitter was late because she hit someone with her car, but the police said it was fine because the the people that she hit were like nothing. <laughs> yeah. like, didn't so matter. so yeah, so that 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 description, like like it's something that as we discussed in the first segment a little bit, you see in real life all the time. All the time. Like it's you know, it's not just because the show is relatable. In fact, some of it is so unrelatable and completely yeah. insane <laughs> yeah. that it's way better. Like nobody in the car idea sketch is a real person or acting like a real person. No. It's just a scenario that gets taken way too far that you have to go along with. Um, and also, I got I have to mention that in at least three of the sketches that we've brought up, Tim makes a speech in it about how we're all just too obsessed with our phones and nobody's connecting with you <laughs> it's just you, that's what you do when you're trying to get away with something yeah. <laughs> you, just say, you know we're all just looking at our phones uh yeah it's like nobody actually believes that they only say it if they're, they're like trying to get away with something yep. but season two i was looking forward to season two but i didn't watch it like the day it came out i like i was uh i watched it like a i watched the first couple episodes of, like last week or something but I was I was having a good time, and then I ended up watching one when I came over here for a movie night, and we were waiting for Dom to show up. Yeah, um, which is where uh, Calico Cut Pants, the long maybe the longest sketch in this yeah. season, uh, comes <laughs> that's, from. That's an all timer. Um, and I just want to say that of, of course this is amazing. It's one of my favorite sketch shows of all time. Uh, there are some Mr. Show sketches I like better, but those have like the age to them where like they have a laugh track and they might work better without one. And uh, there's like a structure thing that doesn't quite work. And then, of course, some of the people from Mr. Show show up on this yeah, show. So it's like, ah, I don't even have stars. to choose. Like uh, <laughs> just, um, you know, Bob Odenkirk uh, helps a lie about an ice cream store go way, way too far. <laughs> he just makes it about him. Yeah. You know how cool he is. But yeah, the guest stars, I really like the way they do the guest comedians in the show because we were talking off mic. Seb mentioned how funny it is how many old people are in the sketches yeah. and not like acting like old people they're like they're the psycho ones mm-hmm. yeah in the sketch sometimes and it's because uh, it really feels like when you watch oh our normal, bang bang ch- or, our normal church organist is out and then you have like an old comedian come out with like the giant carnival machine <laughs> pulling on the horn smashing the plates red willard r.i.p yeah so 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 funny but like when you watch um let's say like brooklyn 99 or Arrested Development or something like shows like that. I can't think of any contemporary sketch shows, but like all the people, if you listen to podcasts, you recognize almost everyone on the show. That's right. Mm-hmm. And on this, on I think you should leave. I recognize almost zero people unless they're wicked famous, like like Glenn from The Walking Dead or yeah. Andy Samberg. Is Which in, I unfortunately watched too much Walking Dead, and that's why yeah, I, I recognize watched, him. I watched a lot of that too. But and like Andy Samberg is in one sketch, and like. He's not even the main, like the funny guy in the sketch. Like he's the butt of the joke. Like he, he gets beat up by a guy in a mascot suit. Like, <laughs> but they get um, Patty Harrison is a, a lesser known comedian, but she is absolutely hilarious. She got yeah. banned recently from Twitter for pretending to be uh, the Fig Newton spokesperson and saying <laughs> that they will never hire a lesbian. <laughs> so she no longer has a Twitter account. <laughs> Maybe it was Triscuits, but it was this extended bit where she, clearly she was just tanking. She was sinking her own ship. Like, it was very intentional just mm-hmm. to get her account deleted. But, um, then you got like, Sam like, Richardson. Like, uh, Jabuki say on the Twitter saying <laughs> that, uh, oh, just because we killed Martin Luther King doesn't mean we can't miss him. Like, yeah. uh, on, I, while posing as the wow. FBI. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's just instant Twitter deletes your account. But, 
but yeah, I interrupted you. But the guest stars are... I like seeing all these people that I don't recognize be weirdos, weirdo old people and like middle-aged people. It's a very diverse cast too, which is really cool. Yeah, it's funny because normally when you think about comedy, you think about young people because mm-hmm. young people I think are more... Uh, uh, funnier, yeah. yeah, they're, yeah. Well, they're more prominent in comedy, I think, because they ride the zeitgeist of whatever. And nothing funny. ages faster yeah. than comedy. Nothing. Exactly. Well, yeah. That's like, why there's so many old people in comedy. Is because they, they just age. age. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Oh no! <laughs> God damn it! No, uh, yeah. Do you have a top three from this season? From this season, I can do a top three. When you bring in season season one, I get I can't pick. Like they're all my special children that I love. Mm-hmm. Um, but this season. In the last episode is the Patty Harrison table sketch with the driver's ed, where the reason he's trying to show a driver's ed video to a, a class of kids. This is also one of the only sketches with like children in it, besides Tammy, Tammy Crafts, Tammy Crafts. <laughs> yeah, I, say it. <laughs> they're actual teenagers, I think. Yeah, yeah. which I oh, thought yeah, was good sure. because normally they play like even in one of the other sketches they did where it was like supposed to be. I think it was a joke on the genre of like teenage high school shows where mm. everyone is like 25 years old dc tuggers yeah yeah oh, uh, but, um, but this yeah. one had actual teenagers so yeah and the kids are really funny in it too yeah like they good actors but um so he's what trying is, to show this driver's ed job. video yeah and it, it's such a good concept for a sketch because the the video is supposed to be about not just, getting it's a like DUI. Like, don't it's like no, it's like distracted drive. driving. Yeah, it's like dangerous things to do while you're driving. Yeah, because she's just pissed and, off about her tables well, the whole and, time while she's and driving. He's, <laughs> and he's setting up the video before you see what the video is. And he says, um, "Don't ask about the tables." Like he yeah. shouts it at he these knows. kids. He knows that it's, it's clear throughout the sketch that he knows there's a problem with the he's video. Like, you know, he's like, sure. "Oh, you know, this video is older. It's a little hokey. Don't ask about the tables." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it opens immediately. She's in her or she's loading her car with folding tables that are filthy. And she's pissed off that they're filthy, and I, I don't want to describe the whole sketch, but there's she's swearing in it, and the, it's such a slow burn to reveal. All the kids are yelling at Tim, like, what is her job? Why is yeah. she so... She Every ends time, up crashing her car because yeah. she's so mad, mad that her tables, tables are dirty. Every time she talks about them, she's like, Freddy Krueger put, like, holes <laughs> yeah. in my table. And there's a slow burn <laughs> joke about... Uh, that it being a horror or a, a horror B-movie at, convention or something? Yeah, she works, she loans the tables out to horror conventions <laughs> and Eddie Munster is going to be really yeah, mad at her. First it's Eddie Munster and then it's Freddy Krueger. <laughs> right. I just saw him. What do you mean? So no, it's one of those things where like, uh, the slow burn joke that Alex is talking about it seems yeah. to be for me I thought it was leading up to the kind of thing where it's like in videos like that they will often be like well say it's uh, this guy is Mickey M or perhaps M Mouse and <laughs> like like the kind of thing where you use a name that everyone's familiar with without actually being referenced to it since yeah. it's just a shitty driver's ed video and it doesn't matter uh-huh. but for it to have like a real payoff like it's a narrative and then the kids are like oh, oh that's yeah. what she does <laughs> he's like shut up <laughs> but, Tim Robinson is of course so pissed off this whole time and Cam I understand why you like this uh-huh. Uh, sketch because it's about the overanalyzing of a media thing that's not supposed to be examined at all. <laughs> this shouldn't be someone's job. Or why it, it's you too distracting. This? You should just pick something. Why normal. is she swearing? <laughs> yeah. swear, someone swearing in I, the video. My favorite part about that sketch is that all of the weirdness in the video is reflected by the characters in the sketch. Yeah, like, they know it's, it's you're, like, weird. you're thinking that, but you're like, oh, it's a comedy thing. But then they're like. Why is this? <laughs> it, it yeah. spoke to me so much because it also felt like that was someone was pitching the sketch of of just the driver's ed video, and then yeah. like 
like that could be its own sketch and you don't get anyone questioning it but then to have people questioning it and being like frustrated with it so that one's one of my favorites yeah, yeah that was one, for me. that was one of my favorites too it's just incredible I and love, i'll talk about I why Kelly i liked Harrison, it later. and i think that one's so it's got all my favorite stuff in it. it's got uh, i gotta plug the twitter account too um i think it's third party run but it's some it's just called i think you should leave memes or something but they they just tweeted the other day freddy krueger screamed at me like, <laughs> like just quotes from the show with no context sometimes they'll have a picture and all right so i love that one um the the one that we were all crying laughing over the other day when nick came over was the blues brothers dog one mm-hmm. when a guy tries to save a party by coming out and playing the blues a blues brothers song and doing a really shitty Wait, dance. He's doing like the blues brothers dance. It's like it's the theme from horrible. the blues brothers <laughs> yeah. and they're and he's doing the like dance like they do when they come out on stage. Yeah. But, da, 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 da. yeah. Da, da, da. but so he has the hat and the glasses on and he's doing a terrible dance and the dog in the house is going ballistic barking at him. And everyone is getting so uncomfortable. And he keeps telling his girlfriend to turn the music up. Yeah. And, and she Connor just O'Malley, does it, even though she knows she <laughs> shouldn't be. She's supportive. And Connor O'Malley is insisting that the dog doesn't recognize him because he has the glasses and the hat on. So that's why it's Which is freaking another out. obviously insane thing. Like, right? like, Which yeah, ends up being true. Well, yeah, that's why this, that's why the sketch works, yeah. is that the guy who... Well, both of them are wrong, but one of them ends up being correct. <laughs> like, 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 oh, my dog doesn't recognize you. Not like, oh, the dog hates the music. Not like, oh, like the, you're, you're the moving too, too fast and, and you're like stomping and you're scaring the dog. Yeah, that's None of these things that make sense. It's like the only problem is that you're wearing a hat and sunglasses. And if you didn't have those, my dog would recognize you and this, it would yeah. be okay. The sketch has such chaos energy, too. Because oh, yeah. the dog is barking and everyone is upset about what he's doing. the music doing. keeps getting louder and he's stomping <laughs> and waving his hands around. It's like really, really good chaotic uh, humor I yeah think. and it's like one joke but we just mentioned like five other parts about it that are like so you can't even call it a one note sketch but it, it's just so good and I, another dog comes up to the <laughs> door from the neighbor's yard and jumps at the door like everyone the dogs are pissed that he's doing this and then he takes the hat off and the dog keeps barking then he takes the glasses off and the, the dog, dog stops Dogs just hate the Blues uh, Brothers. And then the last one I want to mention is I, I, I wouldn't have remembered it unless we just watched it upstairs, but it's I everyone gets a, a certain amount of road rage, but there's a guy in a parking lot who's trying to back out of his spot and Tim Robinson is just like keeps stutter driving like behind him and like he's not going very fast and then the guy's like, don't you know how to drive? And Tim leads out and he's like, I, no, I don't. I don't know what any of this is. It's like not everyone knows everything. Yeah. He's like, just uh just get out of the way. He's like, okay, bleh, I don't know. Turn the wheel. He's like, uh he grabs the and wheel then, and he goes, he, ah. he claims that it hurts. <laughs> it hurts? I don't know. Uh, but um you could say that the best line in any sketch is Tim saying, Oh my god, or like <laughs> the way he says it is just so funny. Yeah. But yeah, I think my I, favorite part of that sketch was the other guy was you know, he's aggravated, he's yelling at the other guy, and then Tim Robinson's character is just like, you yell. Like, I'm going <laughs> to say, you yell. Yells. Yeah. I could be your boss one day. If you come for into an interview and I'm hiring, I would say, nope. And the man irate is, is like, I'm not going to a job interview. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's incredible. I could talk about every sketch at length, but I wanted you to go into, what's your top three, Nick? My top three. All right. So first off, I'd like to say that I think you should leave season two is, I think, better than the original. I think if I'm talking about like 
trying to draw a theme with the show. I mean, first of all, like I think the guests are really good in this season. Yeah. I think they allow other people to share in the madness a little more. Like Tim Robinson is, of course, the focus of many of these. Yeah. But other people get to kind of like come into the world a little bit more in this season, or at least it feels like that. Mm-hmm. And also, I, I've talked about this off mic, but it's a little sadder. Like the, these uh, uh, yeah. these sketches, like there's like a real like kind of moments of like pain and darkness in these things that makes them that much funnier that these people have these insane reactions and then it calms down and instead of like like uh, underneath all the screaming they're just like well i don't want to be around anymore or (laughs) or underneath all the screaming afterwards it's just like you know uh somebody admitting they feel empty after doing a horrible thing yeah yeah, uh, uh, like like uh, the the vacuum va- hot dog vacuum sketch, which is of course the a, a sequel to the to one of the other sketches, which I'm not going to go into and explain. But this guy one. at the end of this hot dog vacuum commercial, uh, when describing a job he lost, Tim Robinson's like, "I had a really cool job that I liked a lot." And the sketch ends on that, like he <laughs> he's talking about the the pain and sadness of this like this career ending move he did choking on a hot dog and I, here he is like, i love that he see, he has three sketches that are related to choking on hot dogs yeah. <laughs> like one is at a restaurant where he refuses to like let oh, yeah, somebody so help him ones. stop choking no way, because man. there's a guy at the table he thinks is cool and he doesn't yeah. want him to and of see course that the, uh, well, the, the cops end up helping him that's that's mm-hmm. the funniest like part of it like the sketch ending on him uh Yes, but anyway, that's another season one one. But um, I do think this season's a little sadder, mm-hmm. and uh, they they do funny things with it. Um, the uh, my in terms of my favorite sketches, if I got to do my favorite sketches, uh, I'm gonna go up from the bottom for this season. Um, now, I find it really hard to dispute tables. Tables is really mm. really funny. It's so funny. Yeah, like, if you want to talk about other ones that. No, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pick some alts because you mentioned a couple of them. Yeah, right. Yeah. So we have I'm, all gonna, similar sensibilities. I'm just going to look at a, a, a list real quick just so I can like uh, see. Because like a lot of the sketches' names are pretty funny because they're just like a, a thing. They describe a, things that ha- a thing that happens as opposed to like yeah. the concept or whatever. But I'll, while you look, I, to go off the sadness thing, the end of this season I think is so fantastic because it i think also season 1 ends with the guy who killed jim davis laughing maniacally while the mm-hmm. lights go on and off <laughs> yeah and this season also ends with a crazy old person just laughing at the screen while he's deeply like deeply depressed <laughs> the, the, so you're getting your ears pierced video at yeah. Claire's yeah. with like the really really strange kind of sentimental point about like enjoying yeah. the little moments in your life and then it turns to who am I kidding trying to convince my dead self that yeah. I had a good life? Yeah. That's such a bizarre thing. Yeah. Too. But it's so funny. My favorite Where's... detail on that sketch is like a couple, like maybe a minute into the video, you really, it, it, it's revealed that there is another guy in the room. Yeah. Who's really yeah, fed he's up like with this it. big biker guy. And he's like, I already know this. Can I leave? <laughs> I've seen this video. I wanted to get my ears pierced. He's getting his ears pierced to Claire's. The woman comes in and she's first. just like, you have to watch it. <laughs> the video is just psychotic. About this old man talking about how his, him, his, his wife doesn't love him anymore. <laughs> he sits in a room laughing okay, to himself. I got it. So number three, number three for me mm-hmm. uh, in this season is um, uh, it's described as an offhanded joke about uh, leaves a husband guilt ridden. And it's a guy who's like uh, they're all sitting down playing poker with oh, the yeah. guys. And uh, he's like, 
oh man, you wouldn't be in a hurry to get home if you had my wife. And then he like has this whole series of flashbacks that is of course filled with its own jokes. Yeah. Like the especially time, of like, I like I, you have to say bad. the lines fast enough in the play so that somebody else gets, doesn't say them. them but the idea that like this very minor interaction that everyone can understand that would cripple this guy emotionally like he's like i have to go home to my wife i said something bad whole relationship in his mind (laughs) i had to i something i said something bad about my wife i have to go home to her right now and then uh they're only 50 years old and they hand over to like their sleeping bags that's what i was about to say that was the thing like obviously the whole sketch was already funny but it's like oh come on we already had the beds and it's like sleeping (laughs) bags like it was a sleep like a sleep because it's one of the guy's birthday yeah yeah that's her to stay over that yeah, is so not funny. dissimilar from like nights I've spent at people's houses. Yeah, like, we've done that. But we're not fifty. Years yeah, exactly. Old. It's so funny. <laughs> Nobody's talking about like I shouldn't have said that about my wife. I have to go home. Yeah. <laughs> He's guilt ridden. He has to leave. So that was. I said that, my cat was an asshole. I gotta. I gotta go home. I have to leave. I gotta <laughs> I need to go apologize. I think I should leave. I think I should yeah, leave. that's just one of those things that really, really just gets into. Uh. Number two for me is the ice cream store lie that we talked about with uh, uh, Bob Odenkirk, Bob Odenkirk mm-hmm. where um, uh, Tim Robinson is like, uh, uh, no, when it gets too cold, they have to close the ice cream store. Like just uh, trying to get out the of like freezes up yeah, just, or just something insane, trying to get out of uh, bringing yeah. his daughter to go get ice cream or trying to say like, look, we don't get ice cream every day kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And he asks a stranger to be complicit, the stranger being Bob Odenkirk. And he's like, oh, in this fiction, in this world, I can, and whatever I say, this adult, other adult has to agree with me. This other adult has to agree, agree with my that. lie yeah. and be complicit in whatever I say. So if I say my wife is fine, she's getting better. Oh, that's another. If I say uh, I have, Not a wife. I have triples. <laughs> Of, she's uh, great, isn't she? Yes. It acts he's like great. he's buying cars on an auction on his phone yeah. right that minute. Yeah, I'm getting triples of the Barracuda. Like uh, the <laughs> the I like he's just getting someone to go along with something that's obviously insane. He's inventing an all entire fake of, life yeah. for himself. It just yeah. in a diner in five minutes. It's like it's not a long sketch. Like this this show has some sketches that will go on for like six plus minutes or whatever. Yeah, long past like maybe that they, they should have. Uh, but end up still being funny. This one's like really tight and quick in terms of like just giving you that tiny moment, a window into this horrible person's life. The sad, the man sad man's life. Pretending he things are better for immediately. him. He's like, yeah, they do close the stores. I'm, you and your, me and your dad are old friends, and I have a bunch <laughs> of fancy cars, and my wife's hot. Like he just yeah. like keeps <laughs> stacking them up like immediately. It's so funny, like a Jenga tower. Like I asked to pile these lies on top of each other, and Tim Robinson's gonna have to think about this like for the rest of the day. And agree with them. He's, he's gonna, gonna have to ask talk him to leading questions because yeah. they. <laughs> Tim yeah. will have to like go along with it. Yeah, he's like. I have a wife mm-hmm. and she's great, right? Yeah. And Tim's like, yep. She's great. <laughs> I love your wife. We're, we're friends. Me. Yeah. I know her. Um, and then, of course, this leads me into my number one, my favorite sketch, which is, of course, Corn to Cob TV or Coffin uh, Flop, uh, which I cannot express I my love for this this sketch, which is just an incredible piece of physical comedy. And uh, there's a uh, there's a Vice.com article about how they did the practical effects for this that I would highly recommend everyone go read. Um but I, before I had read that, uh, I had just seen this sketch. And this was one where it's like, I cannot stop laughing. And I'm alone. Like, yeah. watching these with somebody, it's, like, easy to, like, uh, really get into the sketch and enjoy it. 
But a lot of times, even with sketches really funny, I'll just like, you know, smile at it. But the Corn Cob TV just is like, oh, this is our highest rated show, Coffin Flop. And just like immediately people <laughs> falling out of coffins and everyone's screaming and reacting yes. to these things. Like, <laughs> and the setup is is an advert yes. that they're going to, that uh, Corn Cob TV, the channel, yes. is going to drop Coffin Flop, the program. Uh-huh. And him being irate about it being dropped and explaining the show yeah because why it, 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 he has a very defensive posture from the start which right. makes it very funny that right of course it would be funny like you know getting tim robinson to scream at the viewer as a uh is is funny as they know it's almost but every sketch it's almost every sketch <laughs> but um for him to say like for him to claim so aggressively like look i didn't do anything i just happened to have a camera out and one in every five times a body shit. falls right I out i didn't do shit, shit. i didn't <laughs> rig shit <laughs> And and you know what? Like one maybe one in every ten times the body's nude, and it just shows a nude body <laughs> falling out of a coffin and rolling down a hill. <laughs> yeah. People have to jump over it, and that clip is like one second long, so you have barely any time to process that a nude guy just fell out of a coffin. Like why on earth? Like why? Of course it doesn't matter. Like obviously someone's being buried. It's just not body after it body, doesn't, body it doesn't through matter shoddy wood. whether through or shoddy not wood. they are or like shit clothed. Wood, I think he says. But it's very. It's so much funny that like people have to be exposed to this horrible thing in a funeral but they love it yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a great show isn't it yeah. and also one of my favorite parts about that sketch is that he says he keeps justifying why he's allowed to do the show like Dick like, said like yeah. I'm not I'm not rigging the coffins <laughs> mm-hmm. this does just happen well, I yeah. love that <laughs> he, he goes on a whole a bit about how they, he doesn't need permission from the families. Yeah. Because <laughs> these guys have no soul. Yeah, they're already dead. You can't, they can't have to sign up. But yeah, Coffin Flop took the world by storm. When that, or at least my yeah. Twitter feed. Was yeah, oh yeah. I'm still baffled that they actually used real stunt people for this. I thought they were using dummies and maybe one of the pallbearers like hit a switch or something. They didn't want to. Uh, well, so... The, yeah, of course, they have like little bars up on the inside of the coffin for them to hold onto, and then they just let go when they, oh, t- when they want to break out. Yeah. So they can just fall through this breakaway floor <laughs> so of the coffin. Funny. But it's, oh my God. Yeah. There's one like, where they fall onto concrete stairs. does not make it any less funny stairs. because yeah. when you see, you know, Tim Robinson screaming at you about how this show is great and he's allowed to do it, and he keeps underlining, <laughs> I am allowed to do it. It's okay <laughs> that I can do this. And no one can stop me. And look, I was just happened to be there. I'm just there, and this is just going to happen. Anyway, well, yeah, for the so bodies that's the other out. setup is that he's going to the funerals, and if they don't fall out, then it's like, all right, well, yeah, we exactly. One this time, <laughs> yeah, but exactly. often the <laughs> body falls <laughs> often out enough for it to be a show, <laughs> show that airs all the time. Uh, they so didn't funny. have a hit on Corn Cob TV before Cough and Fall. <laughs> uh, Seth, yeah. do you have a, do you have a top three? Do you have a top three? Um, yeah, I hope you don't mind, uh, because I watched this all at once. The, yeah, the well, seasons kind of blurred together, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, so, um. Some of my favorite ones. Okay, so an honorable mention is the new Joe one where he's got the organ. Um, he's got oh, the uh, carousel organ and it's just going woo and he's breaking another, blades and everything. Funeral sketch. Yeah, there's yeah there's what like there was there's a there's point like where I was thinking I was like yeah I was like did somebody's actually. did somebody's like family die while working on this show and they were just trying to make light of having to run a funeral I, I, I don't know I'm sorry to interrupt you Seb but uh, when Cam and I were watching the end, the back half of season one in Galilee 
I'm like, well, I know one funeral sketch because I've seen a clip of it online. And it's the oh, one where yeah. Tim Robinson sings the deceased person's favorite pop song in a somber tone with no backing. Yeah. Uh, and it just sounds like every... The, the end like, of the hunk if you're horny yeah, sketch. Yeah, exactly. I, I didn't, I didn't the, know, even yeah. know that it was part of that sketch. <laughs> it because I, I, yeah, it was because for his those mom. Those two things aren't really connected yeah. at all. Uh, Friday night. And we're going to party all damn night it's like <laughs> stuff like that and he's just yep. singing somberly um and so many of these uh sketches revolve around places that you cannot laugh mm-hmm. right you absolutely a business, shouldn't be a, a doing business meeting this with your boss well what's like, so good about that the funeral one that seb brought up is that at the end everyone is mortified that this guy's playing this carnival music at the yep. funeral and then at the end, it zooms in on the open casket body, and the guy smiles. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like, oh, he likes it. Yeah, yeah it's great. No, the reason the reason I want to mention this one, this is just not, this isn't really my top three, but it reminded mm-hmm. me of. Um, so I was, you know, raised religiously in the church and everything, mm-hmm. and there's an organist and everything in that church. Um, so and my parents are very good friends with her, but sometimes she can't be there. So there's another guy who goes oh. to the church who can play organ, and my parents hate it when he plays organ <laughs> because he just does it so over the top like oh, he's yeah, like he's doing like selling it the the freaking interstellar soundtrack or something like that like he's <laughs> just so been, over yeah. the top and this this it's kind of the opposite of what's happening here he's doing the mario 64 mm-hmm. bowser um, theme yeah <laughs> um but it just reminded me of that and i was just like this happens in real life <laughs> wow. uh, yeah because he's subbing in he's the sub organist that yeah day. And he's like throwing plates and shit. It's nothing but this yeah. one's about a big duck who gets his head cut. It is it's very solid. Tomato. Yeah. <laughs> it starts playing. Oh god. Um, yeah, I love that one too. But I think um, one of uh, my actual favorites was the one where they're on an airplane, and oh, the yeah. guy's like getting revenge for uh, one of the characters having been a baby, like. 25 years ago on another flight and yeah. the guy tracked him down to get revenge and cry the entire time as an adult, on this flight. As an yeah, old and man. it's so disturbing seeing an old man just look at you and go like, what? God, and then eventually he gets sent to the back um, to his actual seat because he's sitting in the wrong seat. So he just, um, he's like sitting back there trying to cry at him. But yeah, he's he just like, has his the guy yeah. in front. It just has his headphones on. I expected you. it to be like a fucking Raycon commercial or something like that. Yeah. Um. But that, that one was that so is, funny. Um, the, who was the guy from Last Man on Earth? Uh, that famous comedian, Will. Ha- Will. I don't know Forte. anyone. Will Forte. Okay. That's him in insane old man makeup screaming. <laughs> yeah. It's really funny. It was convincing. I mean, to me, it was convincing because I didn't know he wasn't an old man. Yeah. yeah. Um. Could have been Will Forty for all I knew. Whoa. Whoa. Um, but, uh, that yeah, that one was hilarious yeah. to me because sometimes you're just kind of like, what if I did this to, to the kid that was annoying me? I, I have jokingly cried in front of kids who were crying. I have done that. Yeah, I've done that too. Um, when my, How do you like it? I have. Yeah, when when my nieces or nephew are just like huffing and puffing, especially my nephew, you know, he just goes like, hmm, you know, he just makes this really angry face and then I just go like, hmm, like cross my arms. <laughs> yeah. And it normally it only makes, like sometimes it makes them more angry and sometimes they laugh about it. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's really kind of funny mimicking kids sometimes because yeah, they see how stupid they're asking. Especially when you do it for revenge. Mm. <laughs> 30, 40 years <laughs> 20, later. 25 years later, like on this guy's flight to his honeymoon. Um, and then uh, one of the other ones was um, where they're sharing videos at, uh, in yes. the boardroom. Bozo like they're, dubbed over. Oh, yeah. Bozo dubbed over. Yeah, that... 
That was well, hilarious to me. A fucking cigarette or something. Yeah, it's like a fucking <laughs> bad version he's of. He's so what reluctant was to share the video, right? Like that's isn't that the setup? Well, no, I'll he didn't you, because he didn't point. watch anything. Yeah. So he uploaded it the night before. It had one view, oh, and right, right, so right, right. then suspicious the funny video to share. Yeah, so that okay. they'd all he seen. Have one, so well, he yeah. has to make his own. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And it's like a bad Djibouti dubs or something like that. Um, it really brought me back to YouTube in the year 2007. Oh, yeah. We were all it doing, so we do this every night. Like, oh, well, hey, well, you got a funny one to put on? It's such a relatable thing. Mm-hmm. My favorite part of that one is when, because the video is titled Bozo Dubbed Over. Mm-hmm. And so he's trying he's, to convince them Bozo did the Bozo voice. Bozo did the dub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This so is clear what that Bozo is and like, doing. Yeah. And the entire time he's like, oh, fuck. Oh, what the what the fuck does this guy like? He's not actually doing it's, anything it's terrible. funny. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. Um, and they all basically figure it out. But that that one was just really funny to me because I've been in not situations that bad, but you know, oh, there's always been yeah. when somebody like puts something on and they're like, "Ha, it's so funny, guys!" And you're like, "Yep, I've no. had this with I've this just, show. I've before. just started yeah. to be honest about this because like it's not this with it's not podcast topics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean like. Like I mean, it's somebody, a bad feeling when you put something on and nobody else likes yeah, it, it's but it's perfect. also really awkward the other way <laughs> yeah, around. It's, it's better to cut the tension and be like, "I look, man, this I, I'm not into this." Yeah. Than it is, at least in my mind. Or read the mood and be like, "Ah, oh, well, yeah. you can watch yeah. it later. I'll send it to you later or something like that." Totally. Um, yeah, that's a good. But one. yeah, that one was really good. Did, good. I agree did that the one dub. Is. He did the dub. He did the dub. This is what he was the, thinking. Um, a lot of the Tim Robinson in an office sketches are very are good. So like I don't, I've never worked in an and, office, but mm-hmm. uh, it's like the. It's just like the on the show. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I've never worked in an office with a culture like what's in these. You're like not I'm surfing on the table. No, I'm not surfing oh. on the table. Um, I don't talk to people at my oh, job. Oh boy! <laughs> oh yeah, you guys work in offices. Yeah. Have you ever done the um, the new copier joke? Oh yeah! Oh, the Santa. new printer. Oh, I guess like, Santa brought that it one in. made me uncomfortable because I was like, well, "That might be my favorite one." No, that one that. made me uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> Are you even gonna get anything? <laughs> what? Yeah. And the guy comes in. Nobody's laughing at her, and then the guy comes in and she says it, and he's like, "Oh yeah." Ha-ha. Um, <laughs> she like, starts to cry. <laughs> um, uh, gosh, what else? Yeah, just pressing a joke that nobody likes because you want to be the person who got the last laugh. Yeah. Um, it's such a shitty office joke too. I guess Santa, because Christmas came early yeah. and everyone laughs. And <laughs> she keeps trying to get a Christmas joke joke off. Yeah. Um, and then I think, I don't know. I. Uh, what about season two? Do you remember any season two? I like the table one, but we already talked about that that yeah. one. Um, not a detective Crashmore fan. Crashmore is really funny. That one was good. I the liked the Scrooge one, but that was really so, funny. It's so many layers to that joke. Yeah, I like the Scrooge one, but that was season one. Oh, yeah, that's oh, yeah, Um yeah. I like the biker guy ones, but that one was season one. They, they're like running around. They're like biker aliens, and they come to Earth to see if they have bikes, motorcycles, like motorcycles. Yeah. And he just comes down. He's like, "Yo, they got bikes. They got bikes." And then he sees the car, and he's like, "It's two bikes with a little house in the middle." And he sees a bus, and he's like, "What?" Um, I just, that one was really good. Just like the fanaticism over bikes and he doesn't understand any other vehicle besides <laughs> yeah. bikes. He's just relating to it to what he knows. Yeah, yeah he's like, here's a tiny bike. motorcycle with without an engine in it. And it's like this woman with a stroller and she, he brings down like all the other bikers and they're all just running around the city just Very cute, adorable. Yeah, stuff. it was, that one was really cute. 
You um, talking about the Scrooge one did remind me of it. I'm trying to remember like the aesthetics of the, the skeleton war. Yeah, there was the, yeah, this guy busts through the wall and he's like, bones, I'm the ghost of Christmas way <laughs> future. Well, the bones are their money, aren't they? The bones are their money. <laughs> their money. Oh, that one. <laughs> I love that. I got that one stuck in my head. I was just like going around my house being like, their bones are their money. not out. The worms are their money. The bones are their dollars. He's trying to. I thought it was good. That's a really great. Yeah, I like that one. I think because he's just like follow my lead. We'll play a song, and then he tries. He just can't. He, <laughs> he starts singing this beautiful it. song, and then oh, the other so guy good. is just like, and then the skeletons came out <laughs> of the ground. Um, yeah, no, okay, I really one, like that one. That one, that one's my last one. At All the right. end of that one, the record guy is like, we really liked more of what Billy was saying, and Tim's like, Billy is in me or in Billy is in him. He's like. <laughs> Is your name Billy? No, that's why I'm so fucking confused. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, great one. Um, yeah, that, that one was good because I kept... I think I'm going to keep going around my house talking about how their bones, bones are their are money. The money. The but there's, their there's a point where he also says the worms are their money. Yeah. But then he corrects himself. He's like, the bones are their dollars. <laughs> Alex. How'd you like season two and what's uh, the top, what, what sketches do you want to shout out? Um, this one, uh, this series took me a little bit to get into. I, I was not as into a lot of the stuff in season one, um, mm. but I had, you know, uh, Cam had been excited for season two and we had rewatched a little bit of it in the lead up and I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to what they do with season two. And I enjoyed almost all of this season two sketches. Um, I think that like, we, we mentioned this, but I like that other people got to be the, the weird person. Um, specifically, like, one of my favorite weird dudes was the, the, the sketch where um, uh, three former students are out with their uh, former professor. Oh God. And uh, so he, he is like a, he's like a, a college professor. He's like a, an old, like, doctor. And, and all these people have, like, they all lives. They, they all respect him, on. and they're all talking yeah. about their jobs and their lives and their kids. And um, he's upset that he got the wrong. He he got a, a meal he didn't like, and Tim Robinson got a, a really good looking hamburger, and he's like, "Oh man, that looks great! I should have got that." And in a normal exchange, that's where that ends. <laughs> or you might you might ask, "Hey, can I try a bite of that?" And but he just won't he just let it go going. that he loves. He really wants to eat. His burger. <laughs> and he he's off, he <laughs> pretends to eat the yeah, whole thing. Like, oh, I'm, I'm joking. joking. I'm, I'm joking. joking. And then he's, he's like, I'm going to have a bite. <laughs> he, he takes it and has a bite and then proceeds to eat the entire burger. Oh, he, he says, calls a shot. Yeah, yeah, he says, I'm going to eat this whole thing. He's like, Tim, I'm going to eat the rest of it. And Tim Robinson's kid, like, he doesn't even offer his he's own. sadly eating him. his french yeah. fries. <laughs> but it's just, or it's oh a really funny, God. like, weird social thing because the, this is like, a, a, a teacher that they had that they all respect that they're out to dinner with and he just makes a complete ass of himself in the funniest way it's another relatable one too it's like, i just oh, never man, learned how to ask somebody for their food yeah i well because everyone is like oh man what you got looks better but, yeah. <laughs> but nobody just straight up eats and he just food. tells him i'm gonna eat i'm gonna eat the whole thing <laughs> and he's very like he loves it so yeah. much when he's eating it it's he acts really and then yeah, like really to funny. escalate that like i don't want to step on your toes too much of course uh, sure. with describing it but at the end of that the, his like his weird justification about like i have to do this yeah and i i say you're gonna kill the president and I'm gonna oh kill that's my right <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my god i was gonna say yeah i forgot about that the whole blackmail is, yeah he's because 
he won't be respected if word of this gets out. Yeah. So he wants to record a video of them saying they're going to kill the president. I'm and just, of course, if they tell anybody, you know, it won't get yeah, out as long yeah. as you don't tell anybody. <laughs> I think um, just to like to interject a little bit with the I like it when other people besides Tim Robinson are the yeah, crazy yeah. people, because I think Tim Robinson's crazy is the kind I like least. And he, mm. he tends to end up playing he's just very loud he's very he's loud i don't like loud to other people. yeah like yeah he's when good he's in the when he's in the the car idea sketch yeah. or when he's in this sketch when he's he's so sad like to have to be a part of this like yeah like and or I ha- the the way this sketch ends of course on a on a bad joke about being arrested for uh pedophilia <laughs> Uh, and yeah. everyone goes, oh, like yeah. well, yeah, no, like, because he's, oh, he's, he's like, I'm just inside. I'm just a little boy uh, who wants to eat some other people's food and uh, a little seven year old boy. And I go home you, and I fuck my wife. Yeah, exactly. And you wouldn't want me to. And if this gets out, I'll get arrested and my wife will get arrested because every night. A seven-year-old boy goes home and eats her out or something. Like <laughs> yeah. that. And everyone's just like, oh, like, why the fuck did yeah. you even mention no, that? Like, why? This, the story was already over. Really? It was already over. Yeah. We, like, you know, uh, uh, one of the other uh, oh actresses at the table like, we respected you, but we're not gonna, even going to talk about this. We were going to have a nice time. And, like, ready to move on. And then he has to yeah. bring this further by saying this, like, disgusting thing that nobody wants to go along with. Oh, <laughs> uh, Yeah. This all, all of this is so fun. A lot of the sketches that I really like, we kind of already mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, Coffin flop was huge for me. I, like that was that was really early. I think that's the first episode yeah, of season might even two. Be the first. Oh no, first no, sketch. It's, the like, hot it's dog. a couple sketches in. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, that was like where I was like, oh man, season two is gonna rule. Like that, <laughs> that was the one that was like, okay, they they've got something good here. Mm-hmm. Man, so funny. Um, another one that I want to shout out is uh, they. Do a uh, parody Shark Tank opening. Oh, <laughs> that one. That one's especially funny to me because I've been watching this CoffeeZilla guy who's getting followers or followers on um, YouTube for like exposing some big crypto scam. Anyway, he he reviews some Shark Tank stuff. <laughs> um, he reviews some Shark Tank episodes, and some of the things that come up on there are fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I love the idea of a shark that doesn't have, is not known for their smarts at all. It's just like, I got this all at a settlement. She was so <laughs> I do not know how Charlie to spend Brown, my money. Macy's Day Parade balloon. And she and got a bunch of money in it. And the best part about this sketch, especially when I was first watching it, was um, that it is just a parody of the opening to Shark Tank. It's <laughs> not even like a fake episode where they do a a, like product pitch it's just the like minute long intro that you see in shark tank where yeah. they all give their bona fides and they're like this is how this i'm is a rich asshole yeah because i'm fierce or whatever i rise and grind mm-hmm. and she has <laughs> she has this settlement because she got so into the charlie brown and she's scared about how much she has she needs wine <laughs> and she's also kit be around bald kids anymore <laughs> she's too yeah. scared and i think i'm in the pants again and every time they deliver one of these jokes they're cutting between uh, another one of these other yeah billionaire idiots <laughs> yeah this and, is the thing they use a few times like with the clairs and the yeah um, it's a few other things that that one that was a bit of a that was a short sketch but like that one is is so so funny yeah what does she do what's the stupid noise that she makes at the end where she's just like bleh, bleh, bleh. <laughs> I can't even remember. it's not even a joke like yeah. they just cut to her and she's like bleh, just because they have the cadence they're like normal person her yeah, and then she just doesn't need do to say anything weird. at that point it's just it's a stupid noise i think i'm in the pants again <laughs> uh and 
I, you know, I mentioned it, but uh, like honk if you're horny is an all timer for me. Mm-hmm. I think that the, it's, it's so funny to just hear the, the horn honk and he's, he's, his stomach hurts. That's that what makes the, the whole sketches. I'm so horny. My stomach hurts. <laughs> I mean, like Connor O'Malley, Connor O'Malley had a bit on his uh, Twitter account that was intensely funny, uh, partially because of his editing and, and mostly because of his insane acting uh, where he would pretend to be like really in the pocket for a concept or person that nobody likes so for a while it was uh like the deficit he's like i'm gonna fix the deficit myself and he was standing outside like government buildings going uh like trying to hand people five dollars and things like that like you're going to fix the deficit and there's another one where he's like i'm all in for howard schultz the starbucks guy who's running for president like yeah. the, oh nobody likes him <laughs> yeah. so he's he's like i'm all in it's for this he's one got, guy he's got like a metal grill and uh he's like ah yeah the true money hustlers are all in for howard schultz ah and then he'd like it would be a quick cut to his face covered in blood and then go back to <laughs> yeah that's oh man he does some wild shit on twitter but nick nick pointed me in the direction of talk show in a lake where he's wearing a full suit or something and he's doing a talk show with a gopro in a lake in the middle of a lake and then it's another one where he's, he's doing it standing on a, in the water no he's uh, he, above he's swimming yeah. <laughs> he's, oh, okay. he's like he can't touch the ground it's, okay and i don't think he has a guest it's, yeah. it's just, just screaming okay. in the water yes. guest is a lock and then there's another one where he's on a bike and he gets hit by a car and then he gets into an altercation with the person <laughs> and it's all a sketch but it's yeah god damn it's funny it's but yeah connor o'malley is excellent yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, this this series is a lot of fun and it's just so quotable and you know we've all been doing that mm-hmm. this whole time just yeah. because it's, uh, before it's I, before i watched it it was like somebody uh was it you alex i think you you were like on the uh Discord, you were oh, like, yeah, do you give or whatever? You have to <laughs> yeah. give if you use the website. <laughs> like and I thought you were talking is... about Wikipedia for a second because they're doing their campaign well, right yeah, now. It's kind of a... It's basically I know, a, it is. Thing, but yeah. uh, <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that that's sketch, that, it, Calico Cup Hands. I didn't even like that sketch the first time I watched it. I was like, I wish this sketch would end. And now I'm thinking about it all the time. Well, I was taking four. I was taking four seconds on a six second piss. Like, what? <laughs> what kind of arithmetic is well, that? It's, it's it's funny because it's 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 another one of those sketches that starts with something that like, oh, everybody's like uh, gotten a couple drops of piss on their pants, I and it's like, okay. You pee your pants every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, like sometimes, <laughs> no, oh, you didn't shake pants. enough. And they're like, oh, everybody's going to see this. Just right. And it. then and then they have the uh, they have the fake website. And then it just goes so far off the rails. It's one of the most indulgent, longest sketches in this season yep. where like they keep coming out with these jokes where like he'll play a video so loud. And everybody looks over at <laughs> you him. You can't turn it down. <laughs> talking oh, about how the website's funny. fake and banging the table. <laughs> and. Uh, and then my favorite runner of that sketch is that um, two separate times he shouts at someone across the room to hold the door for him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. And hold then, the door. And then he slowly walks over to the door, yeah. like down a long hallway while someone <laughs> holds he it screams at them to hold the door. And like the end of sketch payoff for that is that they're, he's going to bleed this guy dry <laughs> because everybody gives. Mm. <laughs> A lot of people give. You got to donate to the Ends website. Up, there's like a conspiracy a throughout the whole yeah. place. Everyone, the security there guy, the guy from IT. A lot of people give. <laughs> I like, my and I, that's one of those lines that I will. I just keep thinking about. Yeah. It's, a, it's a lot of people who give. For me, from that one, it's um, it that has nothing to do with piss. When he's trying to keep it, like, <laughs> yeah. that's not piss. It has nothing to do with piss. <laughs> he <laughs> says that has nothing to do with piss more than once. Yeah. <laughs> 
Because if you haven't gathered from this, it's pants that have us are printed or allegedly yeah, they come he, like that. They come like that. They're printed with the, the stain on them. But the website doesn't exist. It's all a. Uh, it's all a weird. Ruse. It's just to get you out of. A, it's just. It's like we <laughs> so talked about earlier. So you can pull it up for proof. Yeah. yeah. So um, my favorite bit from this sketch, if we're just doing that, is yeah. um, that his, his the reason that he was so stressed out is that his wife was eating batteries <laughs> and, wa- <laughs> oh, yeah. and wasn't telling him. She won't stop eating batteries. <laughs> like those little watch batteries. She had to go to the yeah. hospital. Like the specific he says, "No, I'm not eating batteries." Then we go to the hospital. It's another battery. Battery. <laughs> anyway, it's like the Alex, doctor I'm, keeps I'm asking asking me questions and like, "Did she go near a tower?" Which is. <laughs> Cam, thank you for bringing yeah. this oh, for yeah. us. I we're, think we had a wonderful time doing this. I wish I could take all responsibility for the show existing, but it's just, it's just. Well, you so, made it, right? I yeah. wish I did, yeah. but I'm glad I didn't have to. It seems like uh, but this was this was a topic that we could do in three days. We were all prepped because for it, which is why which is why this. Cam's episode came first because we were we were all so bought in already. We were mm-hmm. all completely ready. Yeah, we just recorded. The Invincible episode two days ago, yep. and we couldn't do anything. Which is why it came out so late then. in the yeah. past. Yeah, yes. it came out in the future. In, it's not early. out yet, currently. Um, but yeah, I there even in just talking about this, I wanted to mostly highlight season two, but there was like there's mm-hmm. oh man, there's so many good sketches in season one. Yeah. But like Seb proved, it's a really easy watch. It's on Netflix. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't as much a fan like. Of the stuff that was like jizz and like shit and stuff like that. I had a good. Yeah, that's not. I'm not normally into that kind of thing, but there were so many other things. A lot of. I had saw a lot of good takes flying around about that uh, specific haunted house sketch where it's the adult tour, so he just acts like an ass and says shit because it's allowed. Like it's it's in the rules. And the guy says you can swear. A a lot of people were. um, I follow were like, oh, this is what community management is. A lot of people who are like, I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you, but you're actually a big asshole and we can't kick you out because you're not technically breaking the rules. Yeah. So, like, it's another like, this person. This is what it's like to have a Discord. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Don't make the mods angry. Yeah, but yeah, too much. I could, I hesitated on this, has been my favorite show that's come out in the past couple of years and I've wanted to do it for the podcast, but I was worried we'd just be. Repeating lines from the show, which I think we, we talked we, decently we, we about. Did, I think we yeah. I think we did a yeah. decent enough uh, I, job at describing why we enjoyed the show. Yeah, uh, as so well as just repeating that dark from thing it. too, because you're right. A lot of the stuff in season two is so funny, morbid. Yeah, well, but, I mean, like in season one, there it, that is there a little bit, but in season two, it's so much more like kind of like in touch with the reality of death and like somebody's mom died on the show like a writer's mom died (laughs) or something i read an an interview with tim robinson and he is like a like a dark comedy kind of guy like i actually i was cool to find out he wrote for snl too like he's done a lot of really impressive stuff yeah from my understanding he wrote for snl and um they thought it was too weird (laughs) i don't think in the interview i read that wasn't the case he quit to do detroiters okay but um, he's also a fantastic skateboarder, which is really weird because he's like he's 40. a nerdy ass guy too. Yeah. And he has like a kid, and there's like videos of him doing insane skate tricks. Oh yeah, <laughs> like posted like days. ago. I'm not gonna be able to watch this because I'm just gonna expect him to do something, like say something fucked down. up to <laughs> somebody. <laughs> uh, he's gonna he's gonna do <laughs> he's going to do a kickflip, and then he's going to like lie to a child about about how to do it or something. Um, so yeah, thank you for bringing this forward, Cam. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah thank you. We, it was nice to be able to hear everyone just like gush about this show. Oh, you absolutely. Like. I'm happy. Mostly I want to do this t- just so that you guys would get my references. Now I can scream at you to hold yeah. the door. Or, yeah, exactly. Or something like that. Because <laughs> otherwise it just sounds like you're being cruel to us for no reason. Yeah. But it is a reference to the show. So More so than normal. Or, yeah. yeah. Or doing a uh, Game of Thrones reference. Yeah. 
Um, so, uh, next week is my week. And normally we would do it in a different kind of order, but uh, things got jumbled up, and we finally have a regular-ish schedule Good coming up. Normal episodes, wow. right. which means I'm gonna make everybody play a weird video game. Oh, uh, <laughs> Uh, so it is time for God Hand. Alex, of course, has already played this game a little mm. bit, and uh, I love this game to pieces. The thing that this game is the most famous for, if you do a cursory Google search, as Seb did the last time I brought this up, <laughs> is that it got a 3 out of 10 from IGN, a uh, respected game publication. Um, yeah. And uh, that 3 out of 10 has followed uh, God Hand forever. This game is not available easily on modern platforms. It is not... Uh, it never got a sequel. Its developers uh, left the company not very long after uh, it, this game came out. But it is one of the most unique action games I have ever played. It is really something special with the, what it allows you to do. Uh, it's like it's like something like uh, Turtles in Time or Streets of Rage or whatever, where you could choose what every button does or what like pre- you press square Jesus. like five times and it's like I want the third hit of this combo to be a kick or i want the fourth hit of this combo to be an uppercut or whatever oh yeah that's right yeah so that's that's part of what makes god hand cool and the other thing is it's like corny as all hell everything looks like it's made out of an old west set all the dialogue is reused and bit crushed to hell all the power-ups are the same as pac-man intentionally where like you're playing this bloody fucked up martial arts game yeah but when you open a crate it's uh cherries a big orange uh pretzel um there is this game is known for being tough, but I don't think that that's really important because if you uh, and, and like you could you could play this game on easy and it wouldn't like detract from it, I think. Um, but I would recommend giving it a shot on normal. And it's just it's just it's so unique and fun and weird. And the uh, it's one of the it's critical, crucial flaws that I love is that it uses the second stick. To for actions instead of for the camera. Uh, yeah. So but we'll get into this on the yes, next of course. Episode. I think you guys are gonna they like it. Didn't know what to do so, with the yeah. other stick. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think you guys will get a kick out of this. And uh, next week, mm, a kick uh, you. Out of yeah, this. exactly. Uh, next week we're all gonna be wearing our kick me signs and we're gonna be playing God Hand. <laughs> so uh, we're going to take the cue from the title of this episode and we're gonna leave. Yep. Uh, if it's you would crap. like to get your Dump own it. episode. Uh, yeah. send it to please don't cast at gmail.com and that is please don't cast at gmail.com that's enough dump it we'll I see you I next time I don't want to be around anymore I, just don't. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to be around pretty please with sugar on top baby give me that love you got keep it coming girl good and hot I don't want you to ever stop